Welcome to the Married to Bravo podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jolene Lunzer Hernandez. And I'm Chell Hernandez. And we host this Bravo podcast. If you guys have never listened before, Chell and I are married to each other. We're comedians. We live in Los Angeles, California. I love Bravo and Chell. Hates it. But unfortunately for Chell, when he married me, he also married Bravo. And if I could leave it on the side of the road, I would. <laughs> but unfortunately, <laughs> he can't without a lot of paperwork and through the court system. So we watch episodes of The Housewives and other popular Bravo television shows and recap them in a hilarious fashion, hoping that Chell will one day be a fan of Bravo and it'll make our marriage stronger. It won't. If you haven't already, please follow us on uh, social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at married to bravo That's Married number 2 Bravo. And you can see Jolene drop them hot memes every week and see what the Bravo community is talking about because we actually get people from shows to actually comment on your memes yay and if you haven't already please leave us a rate and review on itunes we really appreciate that it actually helps us get out to more bravo fans so they can listen to my hate watching yes and please subscribe to us hey chell how are you doing i'm doing good we're about ready to get caught up on some Real Housewives of Orange County. Yeah, we're back, baby. Back, baby. Do we have any new reviews? Uh, yes, we have two new reviews. The... One of them we might have already read, but I'm not sure. Oh, okay. But let's just read it anyways. All right. Uh, titled R-H-O-C from Crafty D. Uh, I discovered you from BB YouTube. Enjoying your discussions and love when Nana joins you. Nana. The next one's called Love, and this is by Josie Darling. I'm so glad I stumbled upon Jolene and Chell. The podcast is funny and look forward to new episodes. I love Jolene's mom and where she's on, too. Or, uh, I love Jolene's mom and when she's on, too. But Jolene needs Chell to keep her on track with his notes. <laughs> thank you. Uh, the thank you was me. Chell. <laughs> great job recapping great insights and funny observations on my housewife shows. Aw, people, very you nice. guys are so sweet. Yeah, I thanks for taking the time get so excited we have 87 reviews our goal is to get to 100 rates and reviews on itunes that's too many we know (laughs) i would be so excited if we got to 100 i mean we've been doing this podcast for over a year maybe a year and a half i've seen that many housewives yes wow you have crazy and vanderpump started so we have to start doing vanderpump has it started already it started this week i watched the first episode oh i'll have to watch the first episode you're gonna like vanderpump so much more than you liked orange county already i can tell you say that about every <laughs> ending to housewives into the beginning of, of the next house the only ones i don't get sick of i think is new york uh but I just want you to know you always say that to kind of continue for me really? for me to continue. Yeah. I feel like I always say that about Orange County, but maybe I do. Maybe no, I'll have to go back and listen. Everyone. You say like whenever New York's ending and we're about to do OC, you're like, New York was not that no good, way. but OC is going to be I great. You're going to love it. No way. That's what happens. Okay. Well, let's dive into this season finale of The Real Housewives of Orange this County. This is episode 18, Femme Finale. So Emily's going to have a party, a Femme Fatale party. How fun. Um, <laughs> what's the, f- what? I just don't think it sounds fun, but Why that's not? cool. I don't know the whole femme fatale. Well, it like, makes sense because in a reunion, she said she was going to use this platform in order to recapture her sexuality and to like, be like, you know, no matter if you're a woman or not, that's, you're sexy. Okay. It makes sense why she would throw a femme fatale It does? Party. Yeah. Why? Because in her eyes, that to her is sexy. That's like being sexy. That's what her vision of being sexy is. But isn't is. a femme fatale, like, 
they kill you, like you're a sexy assassin. Is that what a femme fatale is? I I'm mean, going to look it up real quick. Basic understanding of femme fatales, yeah, but I think it's more like, yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, a an attractive and seductive woman, especially one who will ultimately bring disaster to a man who becomes involved with her. I don't know. It's like I'm okay with the disaster to the man, but why do you? I don't. Why do you get? I don't know. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. What do you mean? That's exactly what you like. Be sexy and destroy men. No, I... Please, that is not what I like. That is totally what you like. Be sexy and just... When's the last time I was like sexying it up? Sexying it up? Mm-hmm. What do you... In public or when? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, Oh, you were showing your boobs. You had low cleave... Yeah, right. Yeah. When? And it was during a stand-up show where you were destroying a guy <laughs> no in the audience. <laughs> I Femme don't. Fatale. I don't. I try not to have cleave at comedy shows just because. You got, the, you had cleave. I don't want to distract them with all this cleave. No, I don't know why I thought it was a, why, you know what, why can't we have a party where everyone dresses up like Ruth Bader Ginsburg or something or like the women throughout history. Nothing wrong with being sexy, but it's like, it just sounds so cheesy. Femme fatale. Oh, everything's femme fatale. You got to be sexy and, and run fast and beat up like i don't know no it makes sense i think it makes sense for emily she really wanted to she's been receiving a bunch of threats on or threats oh you're talking she, about once the reunion oh yeah. but that's all bullshit she said what her platform was in order to make sure all women feel sexy that's bullshit you no. think emily's bullshit no i think that's bullshit that these we're getting ahead that these women would send to another woman and comment on her weight and looks i think that's bullshit Yes. Yeah. That is bullshit. But she wouldn't have known that then because the episode hadn't aired when she was playing the femme fatale party. No, but this was hap. Oh, okay. So it just seemed, I don't know. I'm just kind of over the, let's, uh, they're sexy in every episode. You know what I mean? Like, why don't we try, let's switch it up a little bit. Okay. So Shannon, then we go to Shannon. She's making food for her girls, for her business, because she wants it to sustain her lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And then we find out her daughter wants on birth control. To regulate her period. And Shannon couldn't have been more close-minded in this moment. This is the exact opposite message that young girls need to be getting. No. And freaking out. It is sex. I understand it's your daughter. And I understand that maybe she's not having sex. Maybe it is just to regulate your period. Because my periods were a lot easier when I was on the pill. But, but you're she was different. so old school. You're so modest. old school. You're modest because you even your mom had to approach you about birth control. You didn't approach your mom. Yeah, that's why I was proud of her daughter for being responsible and stepping up as a young woman and saying, Mom, I need to get the pill. And the way she reacted was just, I didn't expect Shannon to be that close-minded about it. Really? She's no. like super cotillion. I guess, yeah. I should have thought that. But I just thought, I don't know if that was my daughter. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm so proud of you that you're first of all responsible i mean yeah i would probably want to talk and say but are you dating someone are you interested in doing that and i'm sure it's very hard for parents i'm not a parent but i feel like she kind of shamed her okay tilly walked in she says meow birth control oh hell no tilly get your pet spayed or neutered she'd spayed so she don't need birth control oh okay so Mm -hmm. spay your kids Yes. So Emily goes shopping with Kelly and Tamara, and Emily's excited for this party that you hate. Whips and chains, handcuffs. It's like every season says, we see the housewives with. There's oh, look a and femme I fatale. A whip. Look, and I'm wearing a every It's so boring. And then we find out Emily's mom's coming, and mm-hmm. it'll be the first time she's seen her in five years. No, one year. Oh, I wrote down five. <laughs> no, she did. Her mom disappeared for a, a year. Uh, with depression and stuff and wouldn't answer her calls. But they have, she hadn't she, visited for five. Yeah, but she had went to visit her. Emily had went to Ohio or wherever she lives. Uh, so Gina calls to get a hold of Tamara so that she can come over because Tamara wants to understand what's going on. Oh, the casita. The casita. 
But this the is going on apartment. between she, this is going on. Tamara wants to understand what's going on between Gina and Tamara. Yeah. Because of what Gina was saying to Shannon, and then Tamara had heard down the grapevine. Tamara's just being a bad friend. She's talking too much shit about Shannon. She's getting caught up, and now she's trying to cover her tracks. Tamara, you said all those things, and Gina just said them out loud. So Gina's casita is very nice. I like it. It's a studio apartment. Uh, but it's <laughs> we live in a casita. I know. It, her casita is bigger than our apartment. I don't know. I just, okay. I'm bored with her casita. Well, Tamara wasn't there, and Gina feels sad that Tamara wasn't there when she was talking to Shannon. Oh, at her birthday? Yeah. So then they talk about what Gina didn't repeat to Shannon. And Tamara feels like after they have their conversation that she can move on. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Is that what all girls just need? Like whenever you guys have fights, it's just what? to talk about it and then you guys are able to move on or do you still hold on to it? I mean, I think as women, yeah, we like we're commun- for the most part, most women I know are communicators, better communicators than most men I know. Um, what? Why are you shaking your head now? Because it went straight back to the man <laughs> when I just asked you a question. Why does it have to be I don't, like I don't know. It was just that's how it, I'm you're asking me if women like to talk to each other and make up or do they hold grudges? It depends on the woman. Yeah, I can't I, speak for was all. my question. I didn't say compare that to men, please. Oh, OK. Well, I was just saying. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I'm being a femme fatale. I'm trying yeah. to destroy you. You're just being a femme. There's no fatale about fatale. you. I'm but, just being a fatale. There's no yeah. femme. There's no cleaves. There's no femme. Mm-hmm. So, um Oh, I was. I think that women are good communicators, though. I had just oh, okay. uh, saw a Reddit post that said, uh, women, "Oh, Reddit, you believe Reddit, not me, your own wife, who said we were." What <laughs> you're like? I actually do believe it. No, you just started a point in a conversation. It was, was just funny at, because I said, "Yeah, I think women are better communicators," and then you took me to task for that. And then yeah, because I didn't bring up the guy. Part I understand at all. that part. It, it was just funny because then you go, you know, actually, I do think women are good communicators because I saw on Reddit. <laughs> Well, you didn't let me finish. I apologize. I finish, saw please. on Reddit that women are able to get over um, uh, breakups faster than men, that men really? hold on to it. And it makes sense because I think Good. women are able to communicate their feelings with their friends, and I think men hold oh. on to it more. Yeah, men just try to screw the pain away. Screw or just hold on to <laughs> it. Hold on to doesn't, it. Everything doesn't have to be screwing. Well, femme fatale party. You got to seduce them and then kill them. So Emily goes to pick up grandma and grandma meets the boys. How exciting. The boys are scared. Emily's, Poor grandma. Emily's still hurt about not being able to talk to her for a year. I know. I just, this was so weird to see on TV because it's like your mother is mentally ill. She's... You know, I mean, she suffered most of her life. So don't put your mentally ill mom on TV? I don't, it just was, it was cringy for me because I feel like now everyone's judging this woman and we don't really know what she's been through. You were judging her? I wasn't judging her. Well, no, because you're wondering, you know, because Emily's saying all these things, how it affected her life. So of course we're like, oh, poor Emily. And then you have this woman here and even all the housewives were like, oh, we didn't expect your mom to like basically look so normal and not... She's being painted as kind of like this really bad mom who oh, wasn't she, there for her. She's and being that, painted that way? I think so, because Emily basically said she had to raise her mom, and that's her experience to share. But it was just weird having her mom there, because it was like, okay, prove you're not, you know, a bad mom. And she seemed really sweet. And I don't know. I'm just protective of people with mental health issues, and I don't know if that was the best thing to do. I don't Are know. you protective of Shannon? Why? Shannon doesn't have Because Shannon crazy. Oh, child. <laughs> you don't want to get started in this fight. Um, uh-uh. 
But it's, you know, it's honest that at least Emily shares that she feels neglected and upset. But is she using her for a storyline? That's just one. I don't know. I, oh. I go back and forth with this because it's like mental illness is just something that's real serious. And, and if anything. So you're saying someone in power is using something to get them ahead? Uh, well, what is else has what been her storyline? I mean, I'm, I'm not hating on Emily and I think Emily deserves a second season. It sounds like hate. Well, no, I I don't think she, she's using. She her might not mom, even realize that, but she might have been her kind mentally of mentally ill. Mom, I'm saying it's a possibility. I just worry that someone in her mom's position, maybe you know, will look back and think, "Oh, maybe I shouldn't have been on the show." I, I think it's hard to use the word possibility because I could be like, maybe it's possible that. That um, careful are what go, what uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. what? But I'm saying using the word possible is like, I guess it's it's taking your opinion and putting like a maybe on it. Well, it's something that if I've thought about when I watched it. Feel that way. I think that you should share that, and it's it's okay I for you to feel bad for her mom. Okay. I felt. I feel that if someone was that sick that they disappeared for a year, they're very sick. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if their story right now should be on television mm. with all of us to look and judge how she was a mother. I don't know. Okay. I just feel bad because mental you, illness is so stigmatized and so misunderstood. I don't know. I'm, just, I'm that's glad I'm that you were able to take possibly out of there and to own that. Because I do but feel, but I don't want to blame Emily and say she's being. I don't think a you're bad blaming daughter. anybody. I think you're using your uh, honest emotions yeah. about this. I just I felt experience. for her. Mom. I really did. Yeah, I that's felt fine. bad for her. I saw her and I just wanted to give her a hug. I did not. You know, maybe this is me being a, a man and, yeah. and and totally. But I did not judge her for her experience as a mom at all emily's mom i didn't yeah. judge i wasn't that's all good. like that's her as a mom because we shouldn't but but i think maybe from your perspective being a woman you know being a mother you know and even well you're not a mom yet but yeah what am i pregnant i don't know you're pregnant <laughs> you're gonna put a baby in this <laughs> <laughs> uh but maybe i mean i didn't think about that but i don't know if that was maybe a perspective that was shared throughout a lot of the real hospitals yeah i think it crossed viewers. my mind even watching like wow poor emily shed and then i thought about it and i was like yeah but her poor mom too if she's that sick because no one wants to you know not be there for their kids or have to take a year away from their life and it seemed like even when she was talking to emily about it she's like yeah i didn't want to be mia for a year and as myself someone who's has you know struggled with depression and you know lives with that i can empathize with her and i feel for her yeah well how about when you were uh, diagnosed bipolar you really own that yeah i think that you as uh, someone who has um dealt with a lot of mental yeah, health and issues then to find out i wasn't bipolar yeah you're not <laughs> bipolar anymore. the doctor said no and more like oh yeah you've never had a manic episode i was like oh oh okay yeah and then you, it's funny because then they you're, diagnosed me and like a couple hours. I'm like, yeah. can you diagnose someone that quickly? Okay. And then that was just like it was taken away from you because yeah. that was really your identity for a while. It's just like, this it, is me. So many things are so misunderstood still about mental health, health because it's something we can't see like a broken arm. It's something we can't see like cancer. Do you know what I mean? So it's it's difficult, but it's just as serious as any of those things. We need an M-ray. Yeah. You know, like an X-ray for our bones. Yeah. A and it's, ray. A, it's a not to be a downer, but it's just a we know people who have to be down all right but i'm just saying (laughs) with mental health like we have people that we know who 
have you know everyone does suffered and you know taken their own life because of this so when i see someone who obviously was so sick i'm like oh don't go on reality tv don't go on the housewives oh gosh because look how scrutinized they're look what people are doing to emily calling her fat i mean there's some really big shitheads out there who watch this show well people are shitheads um, a minority of people women fat shaming other women what is oh gosh i can't even you can't even keep going, Chiller. I'm so never we go stop. to Emily's party, and Emily's in a corset because she's sexy yep. and she's, she's sexy. holding knives. Oh, but she's, she's you know what? The thing with the corset is the same thing with the um, waist trainer. Like we we had to wear those back in the day as women. Yes, but it's Emily's idea of what femme fatale is. I know, so but you're judging it's so her on her idea. I just don't want her kidneys and stuff to move into different places. I don't think they'll move after a two hours ribs. in a corset. Have you ever worn a corset? Because I have. I and mean, it's horrible. I never had to wear one, but no I don't one think she's to. planning to wear one for the rest of her life. Well, did you see uncom- how uncomfortable she looked? That's it, not... Being comfortable is sexy. to wear that. Was it, it was who invented choice. the corset? It wasn't a woman. Guaranteed. It was a woman. Look it up. Look it up. Okay. Look it up. Um, Look it up. Here it is. Okay. Corset invented by woman make woman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who she invented it. I'm just talking shit now. Okay. Uh, so we go to Kelly's and she's getting her makeup and she's taking her date there. Date is Alex. He's got a PhD, Chell. What's that he's mean? He's a realtor. But he's got a PhD. What's I that mean? I think it's in reality, right? Reality? Pretty big. No. Pretty, pretty huge dick. a pd d a pbd uh then we go to gina she's getting ready by herself she doesn't have any makeup buddies um but she's worried that her kid nicholas will take the divorce the wrong way and that's why she hasn't told the kids mm. awkward when is the right time to tell children okay I am maybe wrong. when your mom's living in a different casita probably but i'm wrong the corset was an undergarment had its origin in italy and was introduced by Catherine. Uh, into France, da da da. The women, I think, the uh, and the truth shall set you free. It was the wife of King Henry the Second of France. Wait, 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 wait. So I'm sure King Henry was like, "Hey, yo, wait. I want a small wait. waist. I want a baby waist." Wait, 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 wait. Let me mm-hmm. enjoy this. What? <laughs> Meet Roxy Ann Kaplan. I that's think the taste of that's being the right. person who. Yeah, but it was a man. It was King Henry uh, who came in and was like, "I want that waist snatched. I want it snatched up." And, and then Roxy that came in and said, "All right, King, because I don't want you to cut my head off. So I'm going to do that." You're making and that that's up. history, folks. That's you making that up? Thank right you. Now. Let me take a minute and drink my water because I am so smart. You're mm. making that up. But I'm still right. So we go to Tamara's and she's getting ready and Shannon arrives and Shannon's wearing a leather jacket. Why is she wearing a leather jacket? Because she's going to see the crappiest band in the world, but you her take favorite. take that back. Rock of Love was amazing. Okay, the show was amazing, but Brett Michaels is highly, highly hot. overrated. He's so hot. Yuck. He's so hot. These sh- Remember how he wears popular extensions. these shows were? I mean, we still have The Bachelor, where the girls and the guys would will literally, they'll have, like, you know this other girl's having sex with him, then you're going to go get a night with him? Gross. His wig is not that good for him to get multiple partners. Mm-mm. It is if they're on TV getting paid. No, thank you. So they talk about Gina's conversation, and I Remember feel Daisy like- of Love? I feel- Sorry to interrupt you, but do you remember that? Then they had Daisy, who was on Rock Love. She ended up dating Corey Haim. Lucky. Go you ahead. Know, I, you know what I think? What? That that one review that we read earlier where I try to keep you on track. <laughs> they probably, were true. They were right. Probably trying what, what I'm trying to all do. All right, right, all right, all right. 
So they talk about Gina's conversation, Kelly's starting shit. This is between Tamara and Shannon and Emily's blow up. How so, is Kelly starting shit? Well, they said in the past that she's been starting stuff in between everybody. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and that Shannon feels labeling someone mentally can be damaging. Hugely damaging. It's like I said, it's so stigmatized and they're not doctors and they don't know. And Vicky's mixing Xanax with alcohol and Tamara's not a good friend. And they Tamara's can, not a good friend? No, she's been a shitty friend this Why? season. Why? Because she's been worried about her husband who's been having Listen, heart surgery? Great wife. Not saying anything about that. But the thing with Shannon, they squashed it when they were in the plant store. Then she comes back and tells the girls again. She knows those two girls do not like Shannon. She knows Emily and Gina. And they have a right to not like Shannon. Shannon hasn't been great to them. I've said this on previous episodes with Nana. But Tamara, as Shannon's friend, should not put more on them against Shannon. Like, she shouldn't be sharing shit she was in Jamaica with them. And and that private stuff that she calls crying. And that stuff you talk about with Shannon. You don't talk about it with people who don't even like her. That's a bad friend. She's a bad friend. Friend. Wow, you heard it here first. Yep, Jolene's take. Yep, she needs to become a better friend. Tamara is a bad friend. She's turning into a Vicky. Is she mental? No. Okay, we will not damage. So then we go to Emily's and Perry, who Shane's mama approves of the party, and Emily feels good. Emily does not want to have Perry disapprove of her ever. She, no. I think, she wants to be Perry. Gina arrives and she says hi to Shane. It's not awkward. It isn't? Well, I mean, it's so long. Every ago. scene Shane's in is highly awkward. Why? He's. Are you saying he's mental? No, quit doing that. <laughs> what am I doing? Nobody's mental. Got it. Uh, no, Shane's just, he's weird. So we go to Vicky's and she says, watch out. She got a facelift and everyone says it looks good. And then Gina says, you got rid of your gobble wobble. You got rid of your gobble wobble. That was later on Ooh. in the episode. And uh, so Tamara, Eddie, and Shannon are in the car. That's awkward because Eddie cannot stand Shannon. And now that Shannon's seen the season, how is she going to go hang out at Tamara's knowing that Eddie hates her so much? Yeah. And they talk about Gina and they talk how Gina's been to the gym. And Shannon says she can be mean to Eddie and Eddie doesn't care. This is like the time. Well, they talk about the gym. Yeah. That Gina went to the gym. Went to Tamara's gym, Cut Fitness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But that Shannon hasn't been. And oh, Sanders yeah. is like, well, I could be mean to Eddie. It's not a big deal. He He's in it. He doesn't care. But mm. really, Eddie cares. Here's the thing. It's like that time your friend was all like, you're dumb. See, I didn't hurt Jolene's feelings. And you were like, yeah, I did. And then she's like, see, I didn't hurt Jolene's feelings. Yeah. But here's the, what would stop all this is if you just be honest with Shannon. Like, Tamara, if you have a legitimate case against her, you go to her and you tell her. And you say, hey, this is how I feel. This is how my husband feels. Squash it. But she likes to have this drama. Hmm. I don't know why. So back at Emily's, we find out Gina's wearing her baby-making boots. Ugh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the judgment's real. No, I'm just like thinking, I don't know. I mean, more, she looked great, but like you, I don't know. It just seems. Uh, Say it. She couldn't even get ready in front of her mom because she knows like she's got those boots on when she's getting the D. And then now you're at a party. With your boots with the D. Well, it's got some D juice on it. I don't know. Why can't you just reuse a, a, a like some clothes for a different party? You know, it's like if you had a lingerie party, you'd wear like maybe something you already had kind of thing. You know, you, so you don't buy stuff. She has three kids. There's a lot, a lot of kids. I don't you know. know. It was a little TMI. A little TMI with the boots. Oh, too I, too much info? 
I mean, I didn't need to know that she made babies in them. I'm sure that everyone has a favorite thing that they wore, wear that caused them to have the kid that they have now. I and they've told other is. people like, ah, this is what I wore kind of thing. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It just, yeah. I was. Too weird for you. I wouldn't wear it out of the, I would be like, that's my, my bedroom boots. And then Got my it. <laughs> daytime boots and my nighttime boots. <laughs> They're rich. Why are don't you Don't forget your stuff? sleep time boots. My sleepy boots. Yeah. <laughs> Emily's mom there. Emily's excited. And Shannon and Tamara arrive. And Perry loves Eddie. Perry's trying to get with Eddie. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a scandal. There's going to be an affair. Whoa. Oh, my God. If Perry and Eddie got together. So, amazing. Yeah, I know, right? So mm-hmm. Kelly and her boyfriend arrive. And with then the PhD? Vicky arrives. Uh, and they wave at the girl in the bowl. The girl in the bowl. Yeah. The girl who was hired to just yeah. dance in a bowl. Ugh. No? You don't like that? No, it did. I, you said I, ugh. I, not on her. It's just like rich people. They hire people to sit in bowls. It's like a style of dance, though, you know? It's like, ah, fun. I guess, you know, I mean. Performers got to make money, too. Heck, yeah. But it's just, I don't know. It's a what weird... would you hire? Well, what she dancing, I can't remember. She's kind of like dancing yeah. and like flirty and like, They better have paid her well. That's all I'm saying. I'm sure they did. I hope so. It's a live performance. So is it just, okay, yeah. It's not your style. No, you like, would hire her to read in the corner. Dan- <laughs> dancing. It's just weird that you're going to hire someone to sit in a cup. That's a lot of money you got. Yeah. To sit in a cup. I mean, it was Perry's it's house. It's two lawyers and Shane's nice. got Shane got don't money. even work. Shane don't work. Yeah, but he got uh, to own He's got that house. money. Hey, man. Whatever. Float your boat. So Shannon, Tamara, and Gina sit outside and Tamara wants them to talk about the like weirdness between them all. And Shannon starts that she is not a liar and she is mentally sane. <laughs> Can we just stop and talk about too how um I love that Shannon dressed like a uh like the president's wife. You know, like she the way she came to the party wearing like Chanel. Like she it's not femme. That was Chanel. I don't know I what don't, it is. I don't know if Did it was Did she Chanel. get femme Chanel? It looked like like Jackie O or something. You know what I mean? It was it was very classy and it was just the opposite of femme fatale. I loved it. It's hilarious. Uh, you know, so women Shannon. can be classy and kill men. Yeah. That's okay. I would I want the classy kill men party. But you can be classy dressed as a sexy person. That's classy too. So I don't want to have those two things uh say you know, I was saying, Oh, if you dress sexy, you're not classy. I just thought it was so funny that she was literally like a Republican's wife. Femme fatale. Like a, a Republican <laughs> senator's fatale. wife. Yeah. We have Republican listeners, so mm-hmm. I'm just letting you know. Are no, you I'm saying not that ripping on her? I'm saying that's how like she dressed. She was like a the, conservative. She was like the pastor's wife. She pastor's came in the outfit. But yeah. at a femme fatale party. Yes. So, so it, all black she stuck pants out suit. like a sore thumb because she had like the white and black dress. The dress went up to her neck. Then she had a long jacket. It was a long dress. Like it, it was just hilarious. And everyone else is like in a corset, and their boobs are out. And Gina's wearing sperm boots. And, sperm boots. You know, get them cleaned. Yeah. So it what just are you was doing, Gina? Funny to see Shannon show up. Like better not have some blue light. Tea. What do they call black it? light? Black lights. <laughs> blue light. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, so Gina says she's a messenger, and don't get mad at me, Shannon. And Shannon says, Gina is a potster. Shannon needs to calm it down with Gina. She's, I think Gina is a potster, though. Uh, really? She's think, just repeating everything everyone says. You're stirring the pot. Well, maybe she doesn't want to be seen as 
the culprit here when really Tamara's the one saying this shit. That's what Gina was saying, that Gina is kind of like... Or that's what Shannon was saying, you mean? No, that's what Gina is saying, that she's like the messenger. Yeah. Like, basically, I'm not the one saying. Sure, you don't have to give every message, but I think that her and Shannon aren't get- getting along because, you know, of things that she's heard. And the, the the main factor here is Tamara's a shit friend. That's what it really comes down to. Number one, Tamara's shit And friend. I want to, like, be a Tamara fan and everything. And if I met Tamara, I'd be like, hey, Tamara, what's up? But in this season, she's a shit friend. She's Just this a shit season. Friend. You wouldn't be her friend in real life? Or are you saying in the show she's a shit I'm, friend? I'm talking about the show. I don't know the real Tamara. Got it. All I know is what I see on the show. And when I, I see, she's a shit friend to Shannon. I thought yeah, this was funny. I don't think funny. Shannon's perfect, but she should be better. I thought her. that it was funny that Gina felt like she was blinking. She was blinking a lot in this scene, and I felt like she was blinking her way to freedom. Gina? Yeah. Was blinking a lot? She was blinking, like, a lot. Like, really? Like, Shannon would say something, and she would just, like, roll her eyes and blink. Like, she was, like it was a Like seizure. how you're saying like a lot? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're going to call me out? <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm going to remember that. <laughs> I do too. Vicky tells Steve's mom that she wants to marry oh, him. Oh, Vicky's thirsty. She's Vicky's too thirsty. So thirsty. She's, She's going straight to the source. Oh. Hey, Steve's mom. Vicky I want to marry him. is at the convenience store underneath the fountain drinks with her mouth open, just pouring Mountain Dew in her mouth. She's mm-hmm. too, too thirsty. Mountain Dew. down, Vicky. Yeah. Mountain Dew. Why, mo- why not Mountain Dew? No, I'm just calling you out. Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew? Mountain Dew. Did I say it wrong? No. I was just saying. Why, what are you calling me out for? Because you called me out earlier. I just, I just so want to know if you Mountain like it. Mountain Dew? I just want to know if Mountain you like Dew? when someone calls you out. I do. Okay. okay. Just making sure. Cool. Uh, Kelly tells Emily's mom that her boyfriend has a big wiener. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what we'd do without Kelly. You like that. I do. I, I think it's care. just so. Kelly is just a walking dad joke. Like She's like that weird. I don't know. She's just. She thinks the stupidest jokes are funny, and the fact that she genuinely thinks it's funny makes it funny to me. I just feel like she's overcompensating about this guy. For sure she is. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. She probably has a normal size wiener. She probably hasn't even seen it yet. Oh, yeah, But yeah, she's yeah. like, Kelly's like that boastful guy. It's like refreshing to see it in a woman rather than see it in a guy all the time. You know, where she's like, yeah, I hit it. You know, and it's like, That's oh, totally God. Her. That's hilarious. So Gina tells Tamara, uh, Gina feels, sorry, that Tamara is not defending Gina. Like, she's like, your friend saying all these things that you told me and yep. I'm just repeating them. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you defending me? You're just sitting there. Yeah. She is just sitting there. Emily overhears a conversation. This is like when Emily is standing with the other girls like off the side and they're like, oh, they're arguing. Should we go sit by them? And they're like, oh, they're not going to have the cameras on us. We better yeah, go we sit better go over them. there. <laughs> so she sits down and Vicky says that she's done with plastic surgery. This is a flash over to the family. So Shannon feels like everyone is pushing her. Like mm-hmm. it's the world versus Shannon and Shannon feels like she's standing alone. Okay. So Shannon uh, feels like Emily called her mental. So she brings that up. Well, I mean, she did. I, she has said on multiple. Emily just needs to own that. I mean, she needs to, to be like Lisa Renna. Just own it. Own it. She did. She's basically said on multiple occasions that she has a mentally ill mom. And Shannon's actions remind her of her mother. Ooh. So that's, yeah, she has. So Gina tries to stop. Uh, but she, or Sheena tries to butt in in this mm-hmm. situation when she's talking about. But this is when like Shannon snaps oh, yeah. at her. But first, kind of Emily wants to snap at her. Like, yeah. okay, I got this. 
And then... And then Gina's just like rolls her eyes because she's like, I'm trying to help. Mm-hmm. So then Vicky comes in and everyone says, so the kind of changed. Uh, the gobble wobble parts. Everyone's all like, your face looks, looks great. Do you think it looks great? I think it does, but yeah. I don't know what facelifts are supposed to look like. I think it's supposed to look like that. Okay. So then uh, Tamara thought the whole conversation went well. Uh, what conversation was she at? But I felt like no one really responded. No. It was just Shannon yelling at everybody and Gina defending herself. Yeah. Uh, and so Emily she- saying, yeah, we're going to be like, I think they made up her and Shannon. Mm-hmm. It seems like Shannon's willing to tolerate Emily a little more. But I think now that Shannon's watched the season, she probably doesn't want well, anything Kel- to do with either. Kelly of them. feels that Shannon's behavior is erratic. So, and Kelly has said stuff too. The difference is Kelly will say all that stuff to Shannon's face as well, and Tamara won't because Tamara's terrified of Shannon. She is. Tamara's not terrified of anyone. I've watched Tamara since the day she came on this show. She has never backed down from anyone. So, no, she is not. Scared. So the conversation has no ending point. Uh, but Shannon gets up, dresses like Brett Michaels, and she heads to she the Poison looks, Conference. Uh, Shannon looks hotter than Brett Michaels. I would rather have sex with Shannon than Brett Michaels. Why is that? Because Brett Michaels, I just don't I don't see you having sex him. with another man in your <laughs> lifetime. Well, no. I guess it's a weird thing to say in front of my husband. I'm just yeah. saying, I don't get why these women get all, you know, worked up over Brett Michaels. I mean, he... Ew. He's hot. Ew. Did you not see Rock of Love? <laughs> there was women just crawling to get to him. No, It was like Flavor Flav. I also didn't get the Flavor Flav appeal. Did you not see Flavor of Love? <laughs> flavor of Love? <laughs> Listen, there was women crawling. My down. favorite was Charm School. Remember the Flavor of Love girls went to Charm School? That was some but good TV. But you would TV. never have Charm School without Rock of Love or Flavor of Love. No, Flavor of Love Bre- became for Rock Bret of Love. Brett Michaels' wiener was so famous, it got <laughs> other people famous. <laughs> <laughs> Flavor Flav, too. Yeah. Because I think it was Flavor of Love before Rock of Love. I think so. I, I think they to, might have came out at the same time. Why do I have to keep saying these things that I don't know are facts and I got to keep looking because them up? Because that's how you are. You I just know. keep saying things and you're like, I think this uh, is true. I get myself in trouble. And then Chell's right. And then it's all good. <laughs> so what do you want to rate this episode out of Seven Housewives? Well, first of all, it first premiered in 2006, January 1st. And now I'm going to look up Which Rock first? of Love. That was Flavor of Love. Flavor of Love. So Rock of Love was in... We um, never would have had New York without Flavor of Love. Oh, New York's great. Oh, she's super great. Um, Rock of Love, season one. I'm going to put premiere. Ciao. How about that? What are you? What do you guess? It was before Flavor of nope, Love. No, after 2007. Flavor of mm. Love was 2006. I knew it. Because Flavor of Flav, that was a big deal. That was a big deal. one. Yeah. So, what do you rate these episodes out of uh, Seven Housewives? As for finale goes, horrible. Two. Two? Two. Nothing well, was resolved. The party was stupid. <laughs> I, I'm also in a mood, you guys. But... Uh, if, you, if you couldn't tell by listening to this episode, and I apologize, but she I'm a human out. being. Um, I, I just think it's a two. I think this is a shitty way for Orange County to end. There should have been more resolution. Shannon should not have had Brett Michaels tickets on the same day as the finale party. I want to see all the housewives there till the end. I want to see the whole party. I don't want to see the build up to it. I don't need to go to Gina's casita anymore. I got it. There's a bed. There's a couch. There's furry shit. I'm, a, I'm over it. You know, mm-hmm. she, uh, Tamara needs to be called out. Yes. Vicky needs to quit walking away and talking about her wedding to Steve because it's even freaking out Steve's poor daughter. <laughs> I mean, and her, his mom. Oh, Steve's God. mom too. His mom's just like, oh, sign a prenup. I mean, not that. I mean, Vicky probably has more money than Steve, but I don't know what's going on here. I don't know what's going on. With- 
we'll see anymore. This was a, a really bad finale. As far as finales go, this was a really this was bad. bad finale. Not good. This was horrible. 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 And that bad? I now the first episode of Vanderpump Rules is a million times better than this finale. We deserve so much more investing an entire season into the Real Housewives of Orange County, and this is what we get. We get femme fatale dancing in a cup and just no resolution, no call, no nothing. I thought the dancing in the cup was okay. Yeah. I didn't mind. She was my favorite housewife. housewife. Yeah. But she'd only been one episode. Mm-hmm. It just, no, I'm, no. Mm-mm. What do you think? Um, it was boring. I would say a three out of seven. Yeah. Uh, it was a shame. Right. There's no resolution. It was just kind of like, Hey was, girls, we got to have a fight. So yep. everyone sit down for three minutes and then you can go and then you can go. Yeah. Nobody yeah. really wanted to be there. It felt no. like, no, cause it was a dumb party. Yeah. It was just not cool. It was not a good final episode. I feel cheated. I feel mad. This you is feel the, cheated? I do. This is one of the first times I really feel like, God, they, they shit the bed with this one. I don't know. I, I don't, I can't think of any redeeming quality of this episode. It took too long to get to the actual party. There was a lot of BS going on before then. Um, I don't know. We have, we're, we're filled with these dumb facts about sperm boots and Vicky's wedding. Sperm boots. When we can get to the problems that are at hand. Gina. Call Tamara out on her crap. Why do you want to be friends with Tamara so bad if she doesn't have your back? Also, Shannon, when you were talking to Gina and apparently you said you're in this custody battle and you need to know everything that Tamara said, let's talk more about that. Yeah. But no, it's boring. It's boring. And then they're all dancing around and then they jump in the pool at the end. Emily and Gina and Gina's thong comes out. (laughs) Boring. Boring. Sorry. (laughs) Try harder, Bravo. (laughs) Seriously. Do better tomorrow. You're the... This is the OG like cast. Like this is the first Housewives franchise. I mean, I've been watching Atlanta, and we should have covered Atlanta because Atlanta is way more interesting. Yeah, just I'm just I'm disappointed. You're upset. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, me too. Well, <laughs> hopefully they will do better tomorrow. We will be back with the uh, first and second part of the reunion on our next episode of Married to Bravo. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Married to Bravo podcast. You did it. You got through it. If you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on our social media, Married, the number two, Bravo, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you, Chell. Thank you, Producer Tilly. We'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you, Jolene. You're the best. I love you. Oh, this is going to make people far. Bye. Bye.